0: Hi everyone, welcome back to A Cup of Cozy. My name is Oriana. And I'm Wanda. And today we're going to be doing the first part of our Cosmopolitan series. Cosmopolitan meaning the magazine. Um, We've talked about this a little bit in previous podcasts and we've in general kind of talked a bunch about magazines and how much they've changed over the years. And again,
1: since we're doing the podcast about Mrs. America you know, many of you don't know, but Helen Gurley Brown was the starter of Cosmopolitan. She was right in there with the Betty Friedans and the Gloria Irons. She wanted a magazine that liberated women sexually to not just be vessels to carry babies and have babies, but enjoy the sexual revolution, be able to be part of their sexuality. And this is a magazine geared at grown-up women, women over 21, women that were in the workforce, having CEO jobs, but able to, you know, read that naughty little magazine about sex sex tips and things like that. And now we've taken this wonderful magazine that was really the beginning of a women's movement magazine and we've made it fluffy for 14-year-olds.
0: And I have to be really honest, I think every one of my brain cells possibly died reading this magazine. Like I'm just I'm regenerating them right now as we speak. Just so everyone knows for reference, this is the Cosmopolitan issue with Sarah Hyland on the cover.
1: Yes, it is the. Let me see. It is the May twenty
0: twenty issue, and um, we highlighted some articles. We both read the magazine. We both read it at different points. Um,
1: Cover to cover. Cover to cover.
0: It's really fucking
1: cringy
0: and like i said i think it's been a steady decline of magazines i mean my mom worked in advertising so she had a lot of experience with magazines i worked at a magazine um
1: you know you have to take take i'm sorry take each magazine for what it is for instance vogue vogue has very few stories it's basically about showing coming up in fashion and it has held true to that. The only problem I have with Vogue is putting certain people on the covers, like the Kardashians, which I don't think they deserve to be on Vogue, I'm sorry, especially when you're walking around in Yeezys and bike shorts. You're definitely not a fashion icon. Um, Magazines like Town & Country, they have a very specific group Mm -hmm. of people that they cater to. Home decor magazines, like I get Elle Decor, it is strictly that, about decor. They don't have these insipid little articles in there That are so ridiculous that you cannot believe that you're actually reading this.
0: And um, I think it's always funny. We talk about it all the time. But it's so important, ladies. Please do not dumb yourself down to this level. Because this is not cute. It's not funny. It is really appalling and cringeworthy. So.
1: And remember, if a man wants a dumb girl, you don't want that man. No. Because... That is just not in this day and age. Anybody that wants to associate
0: them. with someone that's stupid, stupidity is not—it's not a cute, you know, quality and you are to a man possess. Or a woman
1: that finds stupidity appealing, then you have some real problems.
0: Yeah. So we're going to talk about the first uh, article that jumped out to both of us as super fucking cringy. It is
1: written by Blythe Roberson, and I hope she's fifteen. Is, I really do. I didn't want to have kids until Baby Yoda happened. Now, I'm not a big Star Wars fan, and nope. neither is Oriana. Nope. But we did watch The Mandalorian.
0: Mm-hmm. I had no idea what was going everybody
1: on. everybody saw Baby Yoda. I, too, thought Baby Yoda was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Ori purchased a Baby Yoda.
0: I did. It is not here yet. It won't be here till June. But I did purchase one, just basically because it looks like a green gremlin. And I loved the gremlins growing up, and I just wanted one.
1: Right. And it's just a cute thing. However, this girl goes on to say... And I, I will read certain quotes because I want to quote her directly so no one thinks I'm putting it to spin it to my way. Underneath, she says, stare into the giant eyes and you too will want to remove your IUD.
0: No, thank you.
1: Well, I don't have an IUD. That's the first thing. Second of all, just that, that group of sentences alone. This is a fictitious character. Here we go again, relying on fictitious things to spin our world of life. We live in reality. This is We have a very serious reality going on now. Imagine if we lived in the fake world of fantasy during the coronavirus and was just like, oh, this is a magical virus that gets rid of all the bad people in the world. That's basically what you're saying. So with that sentence started, she goes on to say, the first time Baby Yoda waves his tiny magic hands on screen, a friend immediately asked which camp I was in. I would kill for Baby Yoda, or would I die for Baby Yoda? Oh, my, my God. My answer is, no, I want to give birth to Baby Yoda.
0: Like, yeah. imagine this fucking thought process. Like, let us really marinate on that for a second, because that sounds psychotic. Like, I think you need help. But I can't believe
1: that editor after editor saw this and said, great article, let's make sure that okay. makes it amaz-
0: it's but let me tell you, this is how this thought process goes. Because so I've seen people like this. They're like, it's so, like, cute and quirky. Like, we'll attract, like, all the geeky people. And they'll be like, oh, my God, they want to, like, birth baby Yoda. No,
1: stop it. I the geeks look at the scientific facts of it. Yeah. They're not thinking about
0: birthing, birthing baby Yoda. Yoda. I'm so okay? shook by this. She then
1: goes on to say, I stand by that statement, which is wild. Because I famously do not want to have kids. It's just not for me. Besides the obvious reasons, lots of dollar signs poop and responsibility. I constantly think about an article I once read that said not having a child is the most effective way to cut your carbon footprint. Now, that's another statement I wanna address. If you think by not having children, you're not gonna cut your carbon footprint, that is ridiculous. There are many ways to have children and desecrate a carbon
0: footprint. It also, it shouldn't have anything to do with the environment. Having or not having children should just be your personal choice for what's going to work best for you and the child or potentially not child long term. And here's
1: the thing. And I I mean, if you if people choose not to have a child, that's up to you. If you choose to have children, that's up to you. But I think to really not ever, ever have a child, like consider having no child in your life. Number one, that's a person that either is completely career driven and doesn't have any room for that child, or it's a very selfish person who is just like, I can't give anything to anybody but myself, or it's a person who must have had some kind of traumatic something, because let's not all forget we came from children. So the least issue on your mind should be a carbon footprint, and especially like, to say I don't want to have a, a child, but I would definitely give birth to Baby Yoda, because that will never happen. So now again, you've taken your right. own... she went from being this realistic person of like cutting out a carbon footprint, but you're going to go to fantasy land to have Baby Yoda. Okay, uh, what's
0: wrong with that? Everything.
1: Something, okay. She also says it's I justify the many private plans I charter if I spontaneously became a billionaire. It's my only defense if I ever meet Greta Thunberg.
0: That you're going to tell her you didn't have kids to reduce the carbon footprint. She's going to look at you like you're fucking crazy.
1: Except now there was this little green nugget of a character on Disney's The Mandalorian. And all I could think about was why was no one reading to him? How is he going to learn new words? He's a baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Yoda is the most intelligent creature in all of Star Wars. He'll be fine. And all the writers that created Baby Yoda would make sure he learned words.
0: I'm re- again, I'm really concerned because understand, I watched The Mandalorian having no idea what was going on. I did watch it because I wanted to look at Baby Yoda for like five seconds, and I only watched one episode, saw him for all of like the last two minutes. I wasn't sitting there going, how will he learn new words?
1: Well, and that is also her concern is how to teach him to hide from the drones that are fighting on I'm the sure he's going to
0: like figure that out. Okay,
1: but here's my favorite thing that she said. Is this
0: my favorite part too?
1: I don't know. She says literal science.
0: Literal science?
1: Science is science. There's no literal science or unliteral science, uh. okay? Has shown that humans are drawn to things with big eyes and round heads which is obvious why everyone loves Baby Yoda. He has even bigger eyes and an even rounder head, and without the weirdly annoying sentence construction. I just can't stop imagining where in my apartment this is I on. would put his floating crib or stroller. Now, if there is, which I don't know for sure, <laughs> so I can't dispute, a scientific study that people like things with big eyes and round heads... <laughs> I'm ashamed that science wasted their money doing this study. (laughs) However, just the fact that you are supposed to be a writer and you said literal science.
0: But again, it's to make it like, I'm cute and ditzy, but like, let's talk about science. You're not cute, you're
1: not ditzy, you made yourself look like a moron. And I'm so ashamed that the editors of this magazine allowed this to become an article. I'm sorry. If
0: anybody wants to, though, for reference of how stupid the people are that work there, there was a show on E about three or four years ago. It was called So Cosmo. You get a real good look into the idiots that work there.
1: And it's a shame because.
0: Because of what it was started out of. Especially
1: now, with everything happening with the coronavirus, and I mean, this is the May issue. There's not one article in about, the, about coronavirus. the coronavirus oh, Jesus. or politics. We have an election coming up. Okay? So, like, let's just do that. So let's go skim through the article a little more. And she goes on to say people of the Internet have compared him to his predecessors, Baby Groot, Baby Planter's
0: Peanut. Baby Groot and Baby Planter's Peanut. Oh, my right? God.
1: And he says he, she can't stop cooing over him. And his two big top hat as well. So that's the baby peanut. And she ends the article with who knows how many other women have seen Baby Yoda playing with a metal ball and lost their resolve to remain childless for the good of the planet. She's she ends with, I'm not saying Baby Yoda is an ectoterrorist. Here's cause to a population explosion and fast-track climate change, but I'm also not saying that sips the tea she ends it with sips the tea
0: please eat okay. yourself off of
1: so again by Blythe roberson i didn't want to have kids until baby Oda happens
0: is it wrong that i really want to look up what this yeah, one's about
1: i want to I see what she's about and like what other great articles have you written now i understand roberson Roberson. I'm not that person that has no sense of humor, that has no fantasy, that has no dreams. I am. The only difference between something like this and myself is there's a time and a place. I wouldn't waste my time writing an article about something like this and hope that that is what people judged my writing upon. You know, for fun, sit around the dinner table, talk to my friends, and say, hey, wouldn't you love to have a baby Yoda? Sure. Go out to have a couple of drinks, a slice of pizza, add a bowl gum and say, oh my God, did you see the Mandalorian? How cute is that baby? Wouldn't you just love to have one of them? Sure. To sit down and say, I'm going to write an article for Cosmopolitan Magazine.
0: She's a writer and comedian.
1: Well, maybe she should stick to the comedian part, but maybe not because she's not even that funny okay that is where you have to say when you're going to do something like be a writer now not everybody can write satire not everybody can write fiction not everybody can write nonfiction but you have to remember magazines circulate to millions of people people are not going to take the time to look you up and see if you've written something like war and peace they're gonna see this article and that is where your career starts, middle, and ends. They're going to judge you on this article because they get Cosmo every month. And they read Cosmo every month. Now, I am unaware if she's written for Cosmo before.
0: Um, she's written for a couple of different magazines. So but I just
1: cannot believe that this is what she chose to put in Cosmopolitan. And as, she, as you said, she's a comedian. It's not even funny.
0: No, that's... It's no. not a funny
1: article. So... You know, do you want to say anything else about this particular article? I just want to say, like, especially,
0: I expected upon Googling this that I was going to come across a very young girl. And I did not, and I find that even more disturbing because, you know, everybody has their things everybody has their things that they love and they're passionate about because i want to make sure i talk about that before i get dragged for any sort of anything um there's nothing
1: wrong with being passionate about it but as i said like i understand i have
0: tons of friends male and female that are like yeah star wars i have never talked to any of them and they're like listen i want to literally give birth to baby yoda okay i
1: have friends that you know have all kinds of fantasies about Mm -hmm. princess leia and Han Solo and all those people, you know.
0: I kind of get that the more they're okay, peep- people.
1: Um, Never had I had a friend who was like, God, I wish I could bang Jabba the Hutt, you know?
0: That's disturbing. I mean, if I, really, I my man
1: a big blob of a kind of man with, you know, this crazy foreign accent. Like, that's no. what you're basically saying. And it's not even funny.
0: It's not funny it's at not all. It's not
1: funny. It's very, but what makes it worse Is That is just one of so many articles in this particular Yes, and
0: we're about to get to the next one, which this one is so cringy. I, as anybody, would never be able to show my face after this. So,
1: again, to close out that article, you know, maybe you are a good writer. I don't know. But as I said... And if you were
0: actually trying to be funny, you missed the mark, and I think... Yeah. people have are taking you seriously thinking that like you're all about birthing baby yoda, yoda.
1: and it, it's it's not funny no one is also going to say hey did you see the article about the girl that wants to birth baby yoda that was so funny they're gonna be like hey did you see the article in console that was weird that was, that was stupid that. That was right kind of dumb article no one is gonna say that's fantastic and if they are you're, they're probably related to you or your friend now we're gonna move on to the next article and It's written by Emma Batty, B A T Y. Okay. She interviewed Jake Picking, and this is the headline before it. She says, My borderline NSFW Friday night phone call with ridiculously attractive Hollywood star Jake Picking. Okay. And
0: from there, it takes such a turn of cringe. You will want to slam your head vigorously into a wall. Okay,
1: so they have this picture of Jake, if you don't have the magazine in front of you or you didn't get it yet. And he's kind of showing a little chest. His shirt's kind of open. He has a very chiseled face, if you don't know who he is. He has a cleft chin. He's a nice-looking young man. On the bottom of the article is a little arrow. And it's on his hand. And she says, by the way, these hands look very holdable.
0: I want to jump out a window. I can't okay. deal with Reading this. Reading this article
1: not only was cringeworthy, I kept feeling like the vein and the tone of it was like, <laughs> oh, he's so
0: cute. And no one That's, likes that. No
1: one likes that. That's, that that earns you a ticket to getting punched
0: in the face. That's
1: 12, 13, 14. If you're doing that at 12, 13, 14, you're good. That's fine. So the first thing she says is he's got that high school quarterback vibe. You hate to love. Even though, excuse you, not excuse you, excuse you, he actually played hockey. Well, I'll be. So I got him to take a break from his busy hat man schedule of filming Top Gun, Maverick, and Netflix Hollywood to embarrass himself just a little. Um, I want you to know he probably was embarrassed for you.
0: Yes. Not
1: himself. He looks quite fine in himself. The first thing she says to him is, tell me where you're sitting right now. That's one step away from tell me what you're wearing.
0: It's creepy and stop.
1: He says, I'm actually at my parents making lasagna with my mom.
0: Understand the entire time this guy really spends this trying to fend off every possible stupidity this girl could push his way
1: and she's it is obvious by the end of the interview she's trying desperately to hit on him hoping he'll hit back and he's more like i just want to go make lasagna and eat it with my mom and get away from me she says wait that's adorable do you like to cook even when your mom's not involved okay okay that's code
0: for (laughs) me right Please stab this pen into my eye.
1: Instead of starting the sentence off with, that's adorable, you should have said, oh, that's great. So you enjoy cooking. Is that one of your hobbies? What's your favorite dish to make? Not, oh, my God, that's adorable. Do you like to cook with other people besides your mom? He says, yep, I make a really good bowl of Frosted Flakes. Then she asks, sometimes we have, oh, something we have in common. Let's talk about your own apartment. Are you a laptop in bed kind of guy? TV on the dresser. So now you're picturing him in his bedroom. We get this. I'm a girl. I can decipher this. Men can't. She's picturing him on his laptop, talking to her on her laptop in bed. So you've already asked basically what he's wearing, where he's sitting, and you're picturing him in bed. He says, neither. I try to keep technology out of the bedroom, you know?
0: He wants. He wants to jump out a window.
1: So basically, he's saying, "You know what? What's in my bedroom is not your business." Right. Okay. She says, "Sure. I guess the bedroom is best for sleeping." What does a date night in look? What does a date night in look like for you?
0: Date night in. Oh, Oh. date
1: night in. I'm sorry. A date night in look like for you
0: this is where it gets really fucking bad
1: now she says sure i guess the bedroom is best for sleeping
0: we get it we
1: get it stupid (laughs) (laughs) he says
0: just watching
1: a movie it's kind of a cop-out i want to talk i genuinely like kindness kindness is probably the sexiest quality anyone can have but the ability to be vulnerable is also very desirable When I'm embarrassing myself, that's probably when I'm having the most fun. So he's trying to make it like he's chill. He's kind of guy, he wants to get to know the girl he's going to date, just going to watch a movie in his house or your house or whatever and be chill. Now, here we go. She says, What do you do that's embarrassing? And he says, I don't know, like the conversation right now. Right then and there, you should have reeled yourself in and said, Uh oh. He's embarrassed. He's not liking my flirtation. He's not taking my stuff, and um, I should tone it down a little.
0: But again, this girl—he could have held a sign that was what's her name? Emma Baty. Okay, Bat- okay. Bat- he could have held up a sign and said "Fuck off, Emma," <laughs> and be like, "I love when you tell me to fuck off."
1: Okay, she says you're doing great, but a night like that definitely requires ambiance. So she takes it right back to let's make it about sexy. She says, how do you set the mood?
0: Candles for sure, wine
1: Italian food. I'll post made some dark chocolate and whipped cream. Whipped cream, yes, um, (laughs) cuz. And he just says, yes. She then says, okay, I'm writing that down. Whipped cream, no contents.
0: And I'm stabbing myself. And that's again.
1: So that went horribly wrong, and this is what I want to know. And you tell me if I'm wrong. What'd you find out about Jake Pickering?
0: No more than I already knew about him. I actually think I knew more about him before the article. You so. found out nothing. You didn't ask him anything. Didn't you didn't ask him, ask him, him about, about his, his career. About
1: what he does when he's not working. Is he a messy person? A neat person? All the things you. Could All you did out, was embarrass yourself. You embarrassed yourself by hitting on him, and and he didn't take the bait. Itself. He did not take the bait, and most men under those circumstances would not. Okay, we're going to do one more article. Oh, yes, this was
0: one that I picked out. Um, so, this is talking about giving serial killers the Zac Ephron treatment, um, which basically means they'll cast and pick hot people to play serial killers now um I don't think it's that thing necessarily gave him the Zac Efron treatment it's just I the fact that like Ted Bundy here's a here, really funny story I want to talk about this was like before the Ted Bundy movie came out now my mom unlike me she does not really she doesn't read trade papers or anything like that trade papers are what you read in like the acting world about upcoming projects and stuff like that one day we are watching a movie Zac Efron's in it She's like do you know zach efron would make the perfect ted bundy and i start laughing and i'm like well he just got cast to be ted bundy this was like a year before they even filmed it and he does he looks exactly like and when you watch the movie he looks exactly like
1: zach efron to transform into ted bundy he bears quite an extraordinary resemblance to him oh yeah And if you don't know ted bundy on his own was a very good looking man
0: and that was like part of like I guess the allure allure of Ted Bundy. The
1: other thing it says here is just giving you a heads up before you tweet something questionably thirsty about one of these bad dudes. This is by Hannah Chambers. And it says how many hours is too many hours to watch murder films? That's what she says.
0: Okay, first of all, I have I want to speak up on this. As a person, I talk about it all the time, that I've always, I've always liked creepy things. I've always liked, you know, dark stuff. I find it now that People like to use watching murder documentaries or listening to crime podcasts as an entire personality trait, and it's fucking not. You just jumped on a bandwagon that you really don't care about. I wanted to say that.
1: Now, she had an opportunity here to make this a really great article because she does make a really good point, but then it goes astray. She says, I get why Hollywood keeps casting objectively hot people to play murderers. You can check my math. Hot people equals more viewers equals more money. No shit. Why does that necessarily have to be it? Why didn't they cast people? Why do you not think they cast people that actually had a resemblance to them? Because that's what happened with Zac Efron. They didn't cast Zac Efron because because he's hot. hot. And then she goes on to say, But now we have an outbreak of normal folks developing feelings for terrible men. Like, sure, Ted Ted Bundy whooped his victims into his charm and good looks, but did we really need him to give Zach six-pack too? Or cast the adorable Ross Lynch as a high school aged cannibal Jeffrey Dahmer? Or strikingly good-looking Zach Villa as American Horror Story's Richard Ramirez? Here to further complicate our feels, a fresh class of unnecessarily sexy criminals crossed out characters coming soon to a screen near you. Now, She could have gone another way with this article and said, you know, we get that they casted hot men, but do the men have anything in common with this character? Did they look like them when they were younger? Did they come from the same city? Mm -hmm. Was it the same era? She just went into... She really believes they're only casting these people as hot people. Right. Now, I'm going to go one step further. If you saw the, the murder of Gianni Versace, and you know that I adore this person, okay... Darren Chris bears a striking resemblance to Andrew Kunanen.
0: Right down to their actual ethnicity.
1: And right down to their
0: body type, face.
1: I hardly think that Ryan (laughs) Murphy was. Hi, Ryan. Oh, I'm going to cast Darren Chris because he's hot, and I want Andrew Kunanen to be hot. (laughs) He was a murderer. These people are not casting them because you have to remember something. I don't believe that Hollywood is casting them because the math that she did is hot guy equals more views. These are very controversial subge- subjects that people are interested in. Mm-hmm. So I think whether or not, and and this is the truth because I having met Gianni Versace, whether I love Darren Criss or Ryan Murphy, I was interested in the backstory of the murder. I did not tune in simply because it was that. Right. I would have watched it if they had cast, you know, I don't know, Gilbert Gottfried. I would have still watched it because I was interested in the story. So are you really putting it on Hollywood for casting the hot men? Or should it be on you that you're tuning in simply because they're hot? You don't really give a shit about the
0: story. And, and I think that's, that's 90%. The that is. Exactly. Again, it goes back to, and again, why I picked this, it goes back to that sort of really undesirable, airheaded mentality about trying to, in a way, I know it's not a real word, like stupefy things. We try to like dumb everything down and make it like obtainably stupid. Right. And it's infuriating, especially like growing up and like looking a certain way and like I'm not a natural blonde but you're always put behind the eight ball as being a woman and being a blonde and having the big boobs you're automatically thought of as dumb so I try every which way possible to not be stupid and the fact that people will purposely try to be stupid or like like stupid things to be appealing is very cringy to me and to only watch something because someone's hot in it See,
1: and this Ugh. is another thing that's happening at Cosmopolitan. All of these articles are one page.
0: Because, because there's no the substance.
1: substance. Right, exactly. The substance is
0: she out the window. She goes on
1: here to talk about uh, Jamie Dornan being cast as Dr. Death, Tom Hardy being cast as Al Capone, and Taha Rahim as Charles Sobrah, Sobraj, Sobraj. Okay, Dr. Death remember when you listened to the doctor podcast and didn't sleep for months no
0: i, I didn't, didn't listen, listen to, to, it.
1: to it dr christopher deutsch is a neurosurgeon who allegedly mutilated and killed some 33 of his patients okay i was about to now him. the cute irish dude who made you gasp a record number of times in 50 oh. shades is going to play him it makes perfect sense
0: right because everyone wants to bang a doctor that'll kill you
1: right um tom hardy fucking Capone, stop This king of soft smiles and perfectly effelish facial hair will star as the mom, boss, and Fonzo. Let me just pose this question. Do you know what they're going to have to do to our lovely Tom in order to turn him into one of the most famous gangsters? Make him look like a creepy uncle. I don't think they're going to make him look like anything. He's going to play Play a creepy
0: uncle and the cat is freaking out up there.
1: Okay. Tahar Rahim is Charles Sobrage. Tahar is the Tahar is the brooding French BF of your dreams, with a sharp jawline that whispers, "Here's a croissant, mon baby," and she's she doesn't even write it in French. She writes mon BB. Oh, God. Two letters. You may remember him being Cayute. That's what she says, Cayute. In Hulu's The Looming Tower. Must we massacre the English language like this? This is an article. Write the word cute, not coyote. You sound like an asshole. I'm so <laughs> aggravated. Oh, please take God. deep breaths and try not to fall for him in the serpent where he becomes a con man and mass murderer, the chief suspect in 20 unsolved slayings of Western travelers in India, Thailand, and Nepal in the 70s. So that's all she basically wrote. That's the whole article. And again, here we have it's one page. It's lots of pictures of hot men and little lines drawn to them and all these little cutesy things. And where did it really get you? Do you do you know anything about the roles? Do you know anything about these people, what they did besides? You know, of course we know Jamie Dornan because he was in Fifty Shades. Fifty Shades. But past that, you learn nothing about the other actors.
0: And we are going to take one more article from this. And then there's plenty more where this... Oh, my favorite one. My favorite one. This is true airhead bullshit. This is the type of stuff... And I
1: don't know, did I tell who wrote that last Yes, you did.
0: This is the type of stuff...
1: Yes, it's Hannah Chambers.
0: Okay, this article that we're going to talk about next is the type of stuff that I used to read in magazines when I was like... 12 um and when i was 12 i read a lot of like pop star magazine and like quizzes. j14 like yeah and i used to and give you, them you to everybody actually
1: like oh my god if i take this quiz it's it gonna tell. have a mansion in bel-air of course i am because i took the quiz and this. okay is so
0: this is basically what your school after school snack or after work snack should be based on no, your after sp-
1: school not after work it's oh. after school this isn't for grown-ups This is after school.
0: Okay, after school snack should be based on your Starbucks order. Now,
1: here's my thing. If you're in school and you're having an after school snack, why are you having Starbucks?
0: They drink that shit at like 12, Mom.
1: Right, no, they're not drinking coffee. They're drinking Kappa Chappa Frappa Wappa Pink chinos. That's what they're drinking. That's not coffee. That's not really Starbucks.
0: Okay. The first thing I want to talk about before we actually get into what each one says about you is the fact that one of the snacks they listed is fucking gum and YooHoo. YooHoo is a drink, and gum is not a fucking snack. Right, so
1: if you have, if you order a drink at Starbucks, then you're gonna go home and have an after-school YooHoo. Duh. Two drinks. Okay. Okay. So
0: let's basically let's talk about this.
1: Also, this is two pages because the first page is complete pictures of all the snacks
0: with the coffee cup on and top it of it. And it says,
1: "You just trust us. Your Starbucks order reveals what which your after school snack you are. No one's chill enough to be Capri Sun, so don't even try it." By Sarah Weldon.
0: Okay. Here we go. Let's do you want me to read some of this. Because uh, I haven't gotten read
1: some of it, I have not I gotten give to read this yet. Little blurb and yeah. then you can read all
0: of it. Oh yay, yeah, I'm so excited.
1: This says ICYM. You're reading a throwback edition of this section right now to mark the very important occasion. I went ahead and scientifically Oh my I god. I don't know how you scientifically. Or was this literal scientifically? analyzed your grown-up fuel of choice to determine your childhood fuel alter ego the stakes are high i know but don't you want to do what life knowing you is giving you a freaking bagel bite
0: okay you're a moron i'm gonna start right there so my turn to read now so if you at starbucks i hope you're all writing this down right now pens paper ipad laptop phone get ready so, if you get a latte with almond milk, your after-school snack are polio twists. Not just string cheese, but polio twists. Basically, you're a little basic, but you pretend not to be, which is why you have la twist. Le tw- I'm not kidding. I'm reading this exactly how it's written. Right.
1: Again, why can't Cosmopolitan anymore use the regular English language that has served us so well for two And years then, three,
0: after like she that. says la twist, she writes, duh. You lie in wait, ready to call out your barista for using regular milk, even though your dairy intolerance is a lie. First of all, I find that offensive as a person that does have a dairy intolerance. um, Yeah, if I have regular milk, I don't feel good. Um, You sound stupid. Next, black coffee. Your after-school snack, bagel bites. You think you're better than everyone, and just because you're both pizza and a bagel... Frankly, you're not wrong, so go sip your drink and preach that you don't need sugar. I'll be over here high key liking all your nonchalant instas I feel like I'm losing my brain cells again okay now here this is stupid because I didn't this know is bit
1: of bar for a nap
0: this is stupid for two reasons chestnut praline latte first of all that's only a Christmas drink so. So what do you get the rest, the, we'll the rest of the year and with you that one
1: time
0: it's a hot fudge Sunday pop tart who wants that much sweet on top of sweet that's the first thing you're not like a regular pop tart you're like the sweetest pop tart ever created probs it the way that I spell it in text messages to my mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm. probs because you believed in Santa until you were fifteen. We become
1: so lazy that we can't even say the word probably.
0: You can take pride in knowing you're the number one pick at the Seven Eleven counter. Seven Eleven counter? What?
1: I've never seen pop tarts sold at the Seven Eleven. Me neither. I mean, they I don't pop really
0: pop go it. into Seven Eleven, but neither do I, um. Or like i said i don't want to read articles where people are typing the way that i type in like group chats to my friends when i'm like walking around like news abbreviations here we go a caramel macchiato your after school snack easy mac
1: now i happen to like caramel macchiatos me too but i do not eat easy mac
0: okay just like the snack pretending to be a whole ass meal in a teensy little cup. Yes, they said whole ass meal in a teensy little cup. You want it all. OFC, you get the Starbs. Starbs. When people say Starbs, I want to run myself over. You get the Starbs staff hates making your favorite drink every day at 8.15 a.m. because you're never going to apologize for requesting your rightful extra drizzle. Aren't you
1: Slightly concerned that this is probably at least a
0: twenty-something-year-old
1: woman that wrote this article. I'm I'm looking, I'm her, looking saying, her up as, as soon as, as, as this is, is over. I'm disturbed, embarrassed that you're saying things like starves? because let's have a conversation right now. Just you to I. I would never say to you. So later, do you want to go get a Starbucks? Because I'd have to say. So later, you want to go get a Starbucks, and I don't want to talk like that. I okay. grown up say, later do you want to get a cup?" Of Just like
0: two nights ago, I was talking about because some of the Starbucks, like the drive-throughs and everything, are closed, and they're closed in general. And I said to my mom, "I'm like, oh, I looked up these recipes for matcha because I can't get one from like our Starbucks." I did not say right. "Starb's." Looked, I
1: looked up the recipes for matcha because like Starbucks is not open. Like you have to talk like that to say that. Why do you want to talk like that?
0: Okay, next, a caramel frappuccino. Which are about fourteen thousand calories, so like don't drink that. <coughs> your go-to after-school snack should be frozen gogurt. Let's talk about frozen gogurt, ladies and gentlemen. If you've never had it, it's it disgusting. is disgusting. Yeah. First of all, I hate yogurt. Yogurt is vile. Second of all, it is in a plastic tube that like has your now saliva all over and it, you're and you're sucking on it, and it's frozen. Ew! I'm gonna be sick. Yogurt, it says. However, is good here's the thing about you and also the only frap flavor that matters you're constantly consistent and good as hell when you're around the world breathes a sigh of relief shut the fuck up
1: see what i really want to know here and would have helped tremendously as you said you scientifically did this where's your data and how did you do it did you ask six of your other moronic friends probably what's your favorite let's put them let's match them up with a Starbucks. Oh wait, sorry. Let's and match it up with a starb's, and then I'll write this really cute article for Cosmo, and we'll all have a Cosmo reading party. And you'll look at me, and you'll go, "Oh my God, your article's in Cosmo."
0: I'm looking this girl up right now. Okay, go ahead. Uh, apparently, a
1: a lot of people have looked her up.
0: Oh my God, this this is.
1: Okay, so tell us the rest. Of this the is snacks.
0: fitting. Okay, so the rest of the snacks. I'm cringing right now I'll show you in a minute a venti pike with whole milk your go-to snack is skippy squeeze pouch
1: that's also disgusting
0: like a tube of pb protein straight to the mouth you're super efficient at conquering any challenge that comes your way without making shit more complicated sorry jar and spoon Notice how I've changed my voice now to read this entire article. You're
1: like the gossip girl, which, sorry.
0: Which, by the way, the gossip girl is uh, what's her name, Mrs. Duck Shepard. Yes. <laughs>
1: Uh, Mrs. Mrs. I like
0: how De- you made her
1: more serious. Yeah, way to go,
0: Kristen. <laughs> well, Kristen Bell is of Kristen Bell was the voice of Gossip Girl, right, and a lot of people don't know that. A normal mom, and also no cares about teachers and is not a fucking airhead. Next, the pink drink. I also love a pink drink. This is where your snack is bubble gum. I also love bubble gum. I chew gum all the time. You're committed to being the most envisionable snack. Snack, S N A C C in the yard and on the gram when people say the gram i will never speak to you again like ordering off the secret menu during rush hour commute hold it up high for that perfect light first of all no one has fucked around with the starbucks secret menu in like years you ask for the pink drink or you ask for the strawberry hibiscus refresher with almond milk this is more than a grown person okay next the red eye Which is just regular coffee. You get 2 YooHoo chocolate drinks. You slay Excel and PowerPoint docs at work like you're all jocked up on chocolate drinks. See the
1: inconsistency? like
0: Like you're all jocked up on chocolate drinks, but it's actually just aggressive fear of failure. And okay, caffeine. Lots of caffeine. Will you please take a day off? Shut the fuck up.
1: Okay, like, pull on your own jock and, like, get this crap together because this is such a ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous article. Okay,
0: and the last one is just a mocha. Mocha what, first of all, asshole. Second, you get chocolate chip chewy bars. Remember, you, in little stars next to it, are the OG shareable snack. You're always lifting others up. Ahem, like she's clearing her throat. Oatmeal raisin at the cost of your own happiness. We salute your chunky chip agenda. Okay. Now, uh, now that I've died, did
1: anybody actually read this? And you don't have to redo it, okay? Because we've done it. Did anybody actually read this and say, "Oh my god"? No. They said
0: totes Right.
1: That's exactly my. This sounds. After drinking the coffee, what a ridiculous
0: waste of paper. This sounds like something Juliana Rancic would write this sounds like something that juliana rancic would write because if you don't know who she is she is a host on e she's another total fucking airhead um we're and i don't take well to that <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: with that being said you know we're just we're not trying to put these girls no. down we're trying to smarten up ladies smart. you're all writers writers are usually very smart deep not only scientifical people <laughs> peeps Peeps McGeats. <laughs> they are people that do research to write articles. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's let's even look at the, the fakeness of Sex in the City, that Carrie was a writer.
0: Look at the shit she look, wrote. Look at the
1: stuff she wrote. There was meaty substance. And she used her own friends and her own life as research and other people. This is what you did here. You, you asked five of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> and you were just like... What snack would go with this? Isn't this fun? Like, let's have lunch and do this. And you probably charge it to Cosmopolitan on top of all that. So, you know, if you are any of these people and you happen to podcast us, hear us, let us know. Why did you dumb yourself down? You could have written. You all had the opportunity to make a really good article. And I hardly think your editor was like, make it fun, quirky, stupid, and make it for a 14-year-old. This is Cosmopolitan. This is not, you know vote especially
0: too, um you do have Vogue, okay. you do have sarah Hyland on the cover who talks about you know her illnesses and turning 30 you you have a 30 year old woman on the cover of your magazine it it's just so sad to me that that's where we're at we're at this stage of just being so fucking dumb like dumb dumb on another level that I've never seen before and it makes me so embarrassed for people that think that this is like okay but like I said you'll get a real good inside look if you google or watch anywhere the show it's called so cosmo it's about two or three years old maybe even four or five at this point i don't mm-hmm. really remember
1: there's a reason it's not still on television
0: because it really showed what kind of assholes were working there no offense so um this is only our first part in this entire series based couple, off of we this we
1: have a couple more articles to go through if you can stand if it. you can stand it
0: and if we find other magazines that are equally as cringeworthy we'll let you know as well i also can't speak so please make sure to subscribe to us we post new episodes kind of Whenever we are also doing a bunch of live streams of a bunch of stuff, I'll leave all that information down below. Anything else?
1: That's about it. That's I hope you're it. And please, if you have a dumb governor or dumb government, don't listen. Don't continue to stay inside. Stay inside. It's working. And if that's the way you see that it's working. Stick with it. Don't break something that isn't broken. This is working. It's starting to climb down in New York. It's starting to climb down on the West Coast. Starting to climb down in Long Island. Starting to climb down in so many places. Italy, starting to climb down. Spain, they France, yeah. and in. That's what worked.
0: Yeah. So until next time, everybody, don't forget to stream Mrs. America on Wednesday. We'll see Watch you then. Wash your
1: hands, wear your mask, stay inside and stay Corona Coast.